Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at redrivertoyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. I needed someone to understand my ups and downs. There you were. Jeff Calkins is columnist of the Daily Memphian, also host of the Jeff Calkins Show. 9 to 11 right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. He's on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, how's it going today? I'm pretty good. Good to hear. Good, good to hear. Um, are you enjoying the back and forth between the SMU and the Memphis fan base before this weekend's game as much as I am? We had uh, Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott bought 2,500 tickets, and then SMU yeah. Barstool and SMU fans say, oh, they're begging people to show up to the game. They can't fill out the stadium. And then Memphis comes back and says, you guys have a worse uh, home attendance than us. They say, we're going to the ACC. I think it makes for a great back and forth. I think you should go check that out. It's It's been pretty phenomenal. Where I, where, and where am I finding it? Where am I finding this it? This is all on X. This is all on uh, the, all the, on the player formerly known as Twitter. Um. Yeah, I've I have always thought that um, that uh, it, it's astounding. However much people might fret about Memphis attendance, um, and we've talked about this before. Yeah, if if you had a situation like Houston has had, or SMU has had, or UCF or Cincinnati, but like take Houston for example, Houston, brand new stadium, headed to the Big Twelve, everything you could possibly want. And Memphis still outdrawn, and <laughs> yep. um, and so it's just—I mean—that's that's sort of—it's uh, a little sad from Houston's perspective, and I think Memphis is underrated. Now, I'll tell you though, I'm a little—don't you think that as you decide how much smack talking to engage in, it depends a little bit on how you're confident you are of the result in the end? Yeah. Like, do you, if, now, again, this is just smack talking about attendance that you're describing to me. Yes. So that's all fine. <laughs> I have no problems with that. I'll be honest, I wouldn't necessarily be smack talking SMU about their football team if I'm a Memphis fan. Oh, God. Because I think yeah. the odds are that you're, the odds are, I'm not, you know, obviously anything can happen. It's a football game. You know, the odds are you're going to come out on the, the wrong end of this one. And so, right. like, I, I, I would, I would, I would be wary about my smack talking in terms of the quality of the teams. There was actually, 
like before the great SMU game, uh, you know, one, one of the truly, I actually think it was the greatest day in University of Memphis football history was game day day. Better than the Tennessee day, better than the Cotton Bowl day, better than uh, the Miami Beach Bowl day, which was great. That was a great day. I'm thinking of other great days. Right. I think game day and SMU, Takes a that was the greatest day in Memphis football history, right? Yes, 100%. And I guess showing, and just even being at the Cotton Bowl, having all the fans in the stands. That was there, great. That, that was, was nice. That was truly great. But it wasn't as great as game day and then beating SMU. Yes. Uh, like, that was the greatest. End day result has to come into account there. Yes. Um, plus just the whole thing. I mean, the, the celebration, and it's in your home stadium, and the stadium's packed, and it didn't take an – and there was a lot of back and forth between Memphis and SMU um, for that game. And that was just a sheer delight because Memphis prevailed, although not without considerable angst along the way. Like that was that was nip and tuck. Um, and I think there was, I think SMU fans are probably still sour about that. I forget the particulars. There's some calls that they were unhappy about or whatever. But I mean, twenty thousand um, people being sad. I mean, peeved by it. It's okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> um, so no, and I also think it goes to this, this larger point that. Um, to have smack talk and passion and interest and vitriol even this late in November in a Memphis football season is great. Yep. It's, it says this is where we are. It says that, you know, that we're, they're, that we're, we're a game that means something um, um, this late in the season. I think it's tremendous. I do hate how much, like, if you just look at the stats and the metrics, SMU is, like, on paper is just a, a completely better team. I mean, when you look at in-conference, outscoring teams 270-88 to to the Tigers 242-206. to They're top 10 in scoring offense, top 10 in scoring defense. Uh, the only other uh, two teams that, are, that, are, that have those marks are Michigan and Georgia. It's just, it doesn't look good on paper, but I, I just got done making my case. I don't know, and I want your thoughts on this. I don't know if, if, if the, obviously paper doesn't play the game, but... Right. I don't know if it's going to go the same way as the papers telling you it's 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 going to go. I it, we've seen this Tigers team in those two losses play better defense than we've seen the past three weeks against those inferior opponents. Like when when they have been asked to get a couple of stops in those big games against good top twenty five teams, yep. they seem to have been able to do that. Now I don't know how much confidence they've lost the past three weeks. Could be a whole lot. But if you're just looking at their 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 schedule and how they've fared against the opponents where they're going to have a little bit extra juice, they seem to have done at least a little better on the defensive side. I think that's a reasonable argument. You know, they didn't again, they were not blown out by Missouri, you know. Um, Missouri felt like they had a hard time handling Missouri's speed early and then they got worn down. That's very different than just utter inability to stop the run, which yep. is what we most recently saw. Last week. So where did that where did that version go? Like where did the version of yeah, they were pretty stout for a while. Um and then of course, you know, turnovers are the great equalizer here, right? I mean you can you you, you force for four turnovers and you can give up a lot of yards and still and 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 still remain competitive. Obviously Seth's gonna have to have a big game. The offense is gonna it's going to be one of those. Like, if you win it, you're going to win it in the track meet pretty clearly. Yeah. Um, but, 
Yeah, it's a football game. No, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't pick them. But but here's the truth. I'm I have not written a game column about Memphis football so far this year. I've been to a bunch of the games. If and, they win uh, this one, that auto that that'll that'll change. Yeah, no, I actually I'm going to the game, and we have like we have the great thing is that the Daily Memphian now is that like you know people don't need me writing grizzly columns because you got Drew Hill and Chris Harrington. <laughs> right. They're great. Like so, and they don't. And 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 we will have uh, Frank and Tim Buckley and I don't know if John, but like we'll have a full group at the SMU game. I'm going to that game with the plan that if they lose, I'm not going to write, and if they win, I am. And uh, and I and I think there's a chance I'll end up writing because if they win, I think it is a, you know, I, again I don't write that many sports columns anymore, but I try to pick and choose and write when they sort of are transcendent. And if they win that game, I think it really is sort of transcendent. And so, yeah. um, you know, and I, I don't rule it out. I'm going there with the hope that I will be writing a column because it is fun. One of the great things about being a, a sports columnist is trying to capture, like, I don't know, like when, you, when, you, when I'm growing up and I would read about my team after a game, mostly I'm reading about it, not for insight particularly, but to capture that feeling, to sustain the feeling, right? You were happy the day before and you just want to revel in it. And so one of the fun things about being a sports columnist is trying to capture the joy of a big win and, you know, so people can continue to, you know, enjoy it, uh, you know, whenever they read the thing. And so that will be my hope. I'm going to go to the game hoping that they win so I can, you know, try to try to capture the joy. But no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't predict it. Now, are you there with me where I think if I'm telling the, the full and complete truth about this game in particular and what it means for Ryan and the staff, this is the make-or-break game for extension talk. I think that's where I – if I'm telling the complete and total truth, that's where I'm at. Well, I, I believe that if – I think there's a reasonable chance that if, let's say, they lose this game by two touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they lose the game by two touchdowns. They beat Temple. I would, I suspect that there's a pretty good chance that he will get some kind of extension um, based on that. I don't know that substantially. Sure. I would, I would imagine substantially shorter than if he were to go win. No, no, this no. Game. no. I'm not telling. I'm not talking rewrite right. contract. Lots more money. Lots more years. I think there's probably going to be some kind of extension. You know, barring disaster, no matter what. Jeffrey Wright talks about this all the time. There are extensions and there are extensions. There are extensions that are, listen, we're going to tack on in hell. They gave Ryan an extension that we didn't even know about. Yeah, right. You know? right. Like, like, there are extensions that are, eh, we're going to, you know, tack on a year or two and, you know, basically not give you any more money and not increase your buyout such that if we want to fire you in a year, we couldn't, right? There's that kind of extension, but an extension that a coach can look to their recruiting class and say, I'm here for another three years or whatever else. Like there's that sort of paper extension. And then there's rich new deal extension. Yes. yes. If you're telling me that. That's, that's what I'm saying. I think of. that is true. I think that is in terms of earning a new deal, rich new deal, he has to win this game. Even more to the point, I really do think, again, so I don't think that it's a must game for Ryan in terms of, getting fired right, or anything else. Right, of course else. not. I think, that's, I think that conversation is just we're, about we're gone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's gone. I think it is – I think in terms of – and this feeds into contract, but in terms of perception, it is a hugely important game. 
if he can win this game, all the people who've said, um, sure, they, they're they 8-2, and two, but who the hell have they beaten? They've beaten nobody. They're just beating a bunch of crap teams. All those folks will have to shut up, right? Yep. And 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 you'll look and say you'll look back at, at this at this record and say, hell, they came closer to Missouri than Tennessee did, a good deal closer. They hung with Tulane, they beat SMU, <sighs> and they beat everybody else on their schedule. And if things break right, they could go to the conference championship game. That's that's what if you if they manage to win this game, if they lose the game by even two touchdowns. Everyone who's been critical all along will say, see, told you. All you have to do is play a decent team and you get your ass kicked. You know, yeah. all, what Ryan has, has feasted, that's what this will be the argument, Ryan has feasted on crappy teams. Sure, great. If you want a coach who could beat really crappy teams, Ryan's your guy. Yeah, and I think, I think that, feasted is also a, is an overstatement. <laughs> but, right. but the record yes. is a feast. The record is a feast. <laughs> yes. It was a little, yeah. Okay, that's it. That's, you're right. That's it. Ryan could barely scrape by crappy teams, and as soon as he came upon a great team, he got his ass kicked. Like, that's what's at stake here. You know, I think the only way there is a middle ground is if they lose by, you know, two and a thriller. Yeah. Right? But even if they lose by 10, if they lose by 10 and it looks like SMCU's the better team all along, everyone's going to say, yeah, great. He beats crappy teams. Can't, can't, can't beat a good team. Yeah. Um, and so it is, it really is. You know, fair or not, I do think that's where we are. I think it's not – yes, the contract rides on it. I think perception rides on it. There's a lot that rides on this. Yeah, now fair or unfair I think is an interesting uh, conversation with the Dylan Brooks conversation because I, I think there's perception too. Obviously, SI, uh, Chris Mannix wrote a interesting piece about – Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Dylan Brooks, and he was really honest about how it ended in Memphis. Uh, he said, I, I was the scapegoat. Um, that's what I didn't really appreciate. And then ultimately they come to me on the low as men one-on-one to tell me something, but then not defend me when everything went wrong and went down. I think that uh, – Is, think that, is that, that that's really a, honest? Is that really honest or is that just like – That's that, his truth. <laughs> that's him being honest. That's it's, him. It's, it's, it's 
his version his of version truth. of the truth now but what i, I, I will say but i was going to be honest but i will say i yeah, i didn't I really read it too. did you read it as like a big a huge slide against memphis i read it as okay behind closed doors they were they were being uh, truthful with me and saying they didn't put that out there what sham said um, but the perception of it nationally, they didn't really come to my defense. That's sort of what it felt like to me more than anything else. And I, I didn't really read that. I didn't see it as a, as a ridiculous slight to where he hates the no, Grizzlies it's at his this version point. Of the, it's his version of the story. Well, I, don't, I don't know. Like, what were the Grizzlies supposed to do? What, what, what would that defensive look like? We did, <laughs> we did not. Mean, here's, we... here's the truth. Here's the truth. <clears throat> Dylan Brooks was a total – Jackass in calling out in in calling out LeBron. He was. He led to partly the humiliation of this franchise. Then at his last press conference, talk about not, not protecting, you know, looking out for each other. All he did was he blamed the he said he blamed the front office for not playing him, the coaching staff for not giving him the right role, and all of that. Like he was he was told in his going away press conference, he blasted the front office and it made it totally clear in the coaching staff that he wasn't coming back well before Shams said anything. So then he thinks that the coaching staff or the Grizzlies, who never say anything about anything to begin with, right. are going to say, what were they to say then? We really love uh, – no, we're not saying – but we really love him? How do you send a Valentine as you're sending him off into the – I don't know what they were supposed to say. And they no, they were not in a mood to defend him. I wouldn't have defended him either after he just led to your humiliation. The only part of it that I think that, that – Dylan is the part that I think Dylan doesn't get enough credit for is building the culture of winning and being an effective player and being a part of that while he was here. He was not the reason why they'd lost, as Draymond Green would say. He was one of the reasons they what? became the team they became. It just ended it just ran its course. The end. And a lot of that well, was I don't even know how to the extent the Gooses were to blame at all. I can see all, the I guess where I'm at is I can see the emotional response when you give really good years of service as a second-round pick. You make yourself into a player. You work your ass off. And then on the back end, you feel like you're falling on the sword for all of the shortcomings uh, nationally, uh, at least nationally. Like, that's what the narrative was. The, the, the narrative that got—it it was not the Grizzlies' fault. I don't think the Grizzlies did anything to uh, soften the blow by any stretch of the imagination, though. I don't. I, I don't think I don't they know did. What they would have done. What would? It, what would? They, like in other words, what Sham said is completely false. We did. We never said that. That's not something that came from within our front office, right? That type do, of thing. They don't do that. They just don't. They don't. I don't think anyone does deny reports and say the wording. Either way, I, I guess ultimately I can see where his emotional response is. I can see why he would oh, have that emotional I, I response. One hundred percent. I can understand why he is emotional. Although, let's be honest, dude got paid. Dude wouldn't have come back no matter what the Grizzlies did because he got a bigger paycheck in Houston. I can understand his emotional response. I just think if it's aimed at the Grizzlies, it's misdirected. The whole country was clowning on him. The Grizzlies were not. The Grizzlies never did anything to indicate that they were mis- that they were unhappy with him or anything else. They never publicly blasted him. They never... They never even said that was unprofessional. We wish he hadn't said that. He said what he said, and then the whole country clowned on him. Cause he, and, and if he is then angry at the Grizzlies for that, that seems to me to be misdirected anger. Okay, that's fair. That's completely fair. Now, uh, do you think that the uh, NBA got it right five games for Draymond? At minimum, right? I mean, you I think, think that's the smallest think, they, should, they could have yeah. given him? I think that's the smallest. 
Okay. Okay, but it, um, you push that up into the 10 category, I think you'd have a little bit of blowback, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought, I, I was listening to Drew earlier. Drew said seven would have been good. What would have been wrong with seven? Seven would have felt a little meatier than, than five, right? I mean, the guy is... I mean, guy but is, here's, here's where I imagine... Is if you're, it, he is incorrigible. He's done it. this crap. I know. But if the idea is, hey, we're going to give him a suspension to make him rethink how he plays basketball and what he does as uh, as far as extracurriculars on a basketball floor, I don't think, I think there is any is amount of games that can get that. I don't, I don't think you can no, get that accomplished true. with Draymond. I think the idea is to say this is unacceptable. It's not that you have any illusions. Sometimes when you... When you sentence people in a courtroom, it might be because, um, hey, we think Joe here is going to, while he's in prison, he's going to think about his misdeeds and come out a better man. Sometimes it's just because, you know what, you're not allowed to rent banks in our society, and so you're going away for 20 years. And I think that would have been the punishment with Draymond. It's just, you're not allowed to actually put people in chokeholds and drag them across the court. And... Uh, and by the way, oh my God, look at your priors. Look at these priors. Look at them like endless number of priors. So therefore, we're going to throw you in the slammer for a little bit, metaphorically. Um, so I think five was, I wasn't at all, I think I expected five. I wasn't outraged. I honestly uh, expected less. I hate to say, I, th- I expected two or three. That's well, what I expected. Because well, so we usually see more of a warrior slant. I, I thought five was fine. I, I thought five was on the, I think five, I think like that is by fine. far the most he's gotten punished. In his the career, most he's gotten before is one. Yeah. So uh, five, if I remember correctly, much bigger than one. So, um, so yes, that that was better. That was good to see. Yep. It, 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 he is a menace, though. <laughs> he's just an absolute menace. I mean, like the, the stats that come. This is his fifth suspension, yeah. 171 technical fouls, 20 flagrants, 19 ejections. When most people can go through a career without getting ejected once, 1.4 million dollars in fines. The guy is an absolute menace to society. At this point, it's ridiculous. I, I do. I, I enjoy over on X um, some of the. The, the the highlight films of all. Oh this God, movie. yeah, it's great. It's just one <laughs> bit of mayhem after another, and um, yeah, it's crazy. And when and, you talk uh, about it, like I I even left out like his 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 kick to the nads of Stephen Adams, multiple kicks to the nads of multiple players. When I was talking about it earlier, because there's so many different things you'd have to cover if you want to cover every yeah. little thing he's done in his career. Uh, yeah, and then you have Steve Kerr talking about. Uh, Dylan Brooks violating the code, you know, um, oh. and uh, and I, so that is that is the height of hypocrisy. Well, I, um, isn't there. it? You know, I, the more of my annoyance with Draymond doesn't really lie with Draymond. It's the 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 what the Warriors do to let it slide every time and make excuses for him. I think that's the more annoying part of Draymond's antics is that the Warriors just stand idly by and let him do it time after time and, and make excuses and act like a victim when he does it. Yeah, I think it's it's because ultimately it has been to their benefit, right? Yeah. They, they believe that, that they don't – they believe, and maybe correctly, that they don't have any ability to rein him in. And so if you are going to profit off of his, uh, you know, the gifts and energy and whatever else that he brings – it's what you're going to have to put up with, and part of putting up with it is saying things that you may not even believe, right? Yeah. About about Draymond Green, and I think it's it's one of the deals that they make with the devil that they they've decided. Listen, he helps us win games, 
and so we'll put up with it. Yep, I, I think you're I think you're dead on. Well, Jeff, we'll do it again tomorrow. Appreciate you yeah. hopping on. That's Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X. Follow all of his work with the Daily Memphian. He's a columnist there at DailyMemphian.com and all of his radio work 9 to 11 right here on 92.9 FM ESPN with the Jeff Calkins Show. Now, Oxbow is a family-owned and operated retail store that's been making waves in East Memphis and Memphis for over a decade. They got It's it's one of the best men's stores. It, it is the best men's store in Memphis. I, I don't think there's any question about it. They have the best brands, Genteel, Free Fly, Fair Harbor, Duckhead, Mizzen, and Maine. You can get clothes. You can get hunting and outdoor essentials. You can go get vintage vinyl. You can make sure you get sports memorabilia. They have a plenty there. You can go to 964 June Road, off Poplar on June Road, behind the Amico Station to find that two-story storefront. Very friendly staff that will show you what Whatever you could possibly need. Um, what I normally point out, I mean, if you're going to go at 11 a.m. to go tailgate on Tiger Lane, go get the Memphis State Pouncer Polo Collection by Gentile. You're going to love it. I have mine. You're going to love it as well. Um, you can get, I know it's a blackout. They have some, uh, uh, you know, good vintage tees and everything else, some sweaters that you can go pick up for the cold weather. Um, but they also have your SEC favorites, Tennessee, Arkansas, Alabama, you name it. They have it. But get to 964 June Road off Poplar on June Road behind the Amico Station. And when you go online as well, they have an online store, shopoxbow.com. When you go to check out, you can use my promo code. And my promo code is going to be good for the holidays. Use it and abuse it because you get 20% off if you use my promo code at shopoxbow.com. My promo code is the Gabe Show, all caps, no spaces, the Gabe Show. 20% you're on, off your online order at shopoxbow.com. Shop local, shop. Oxbow. Now, because Oxbow is such a great partner of the Gabe Coon Show, they are giving out tickets to a lot of home games for the University of Memphis basketball team. So that's what we're going to do right now. How about that? They have Alabama State at home tomorrow, 7 p.m. in FedEx Forum. Four tickets are up for grabs right this second, courtesy of Oxbow. Call in right now. We'll give it to the third caller, 901-445-0929, 901-445-0929. The third caller will win tickets to the Memphis versus Alabama State game tomorrow night in FedEx Forum. But we need to go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, it'll be time for a trip around the National Football League right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back into the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. It's time to take a trip around the National Football League, brought to you by Longshot. The Cincinnati Bengals. How about this? Bengals on the road tonight against the Ravens. The line has jumped around. It was at four. It's now at three and a half. Ravens favored uh, at home. Bengals are going to be without T. Higgins, so they've elevated Charlie Jones. Uh, I mean, out of Purdue, was formerly at Iowa. He's still young, so maybe he'll get some uh, some run tonight. But not having T. Higgins is going to be massive. And the Bengals, if you pay attention, they lost last week against the Texans. They're five and four. They're outside looking in at the AFC playoff picture, and it doesn't get easier tonight against the Ravens for the rest of the year. They actually have the uh, highest combined winning percentage for remaining opponents. So the Bengals have to get something done against good teams the rest of the year if they want to save their playoff chances and get a good seed. And it's, I mean, chances are going to run out. We're already halfway through the season. So um, tonight, they're going to have to try to get over top of the Ravens, and I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. 
going on the road against this Ravens team. Ravens are annoyed with the the comeback they allowed last week against the Browns. I'll give you my pick later when we get to big game tonight. But this is finally a Thursday night football game that we can all actually enjoy. Am I fair in saying that, Connor? This is an enjoyable Thursday night football game. And I think most of the games this week in primetime are enjoyable when you compare them to last week. Last week, we were it was Panthers at, uh, at Bears. Then we had Jets at Raiders and then Broncos at Bills. Broncos at Bills was fine. Broncos got over top. But this week, we're looking at Bengals at Ravens. Then we get Vikings at Broncos again in primetime. And then Eagles at Chiefs. Replay of the Super Bowl last year. This week, primetime, just absolutely craps on what we saw last week. The Miami Dolphins. All right, Devin Achan, likely going to return to the lineup against Raiders, but that's not what I want to talk about. <laughs> that is completely beside the point. Did you see Tua's hairstyle yesterday? Did you see this, Connor? Please tell me. He has cornrows. He put cornrows in. Well, I mean, I don't know if this is meaning he's going to play worse or play better. Like, you have to have some confidence to go with this type of hairstyle, all right? I wonder if Tua has the confidence to pull off these cornrows and go out and be an MVP candidate like he's been the rest of the season. What do we think? What do we think? I, I don't really have an opinion on You have on no it, opinion quiet. on cornrows <laughs> on top of Tua's head? I don't think I'm the right how guy to get any, on cornrows. How do you have no opinion on that, Connor? My, my main opinion is white people not for you. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my main opinion on cornrows, all right? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, he is not white, so we'll give him that, I know, right? That's, that's, yeah. But I didn't see him as a cornrow guy. Didn't see it coming. Didn't got, see it he's coming. He's going to be wearing a helmet. I'm not sure. It's, I don't know. Has South Florida changed him? That's the other conversation. Has South Florida changed him? Has the city of Miami changed him? I mean, this is the. I mean, this is sort of like to me, like when you go to a tropical place and the, you know the ladies will get their hair braided. Like this, this sort of reminds me of that. He's in a tropical place down there in South, South Florida. He has to go ahead and get the cornrows. But we'll move on. I can tell you're getting uncomfortable. The story of the day for me. <laughs> I just have no idea how to react. In the to NFL, I wasn't ready for that. In the NFL, I can't believe you hadn't seen it. Carissa point, Thompson. Yeah, Carissa Thompson. This is just a. Uh, this is a wild story to me. Um, she was on Pardon My Take for Barstool Sports. One of the, I mean, a good podcast. Shout out PFT Commenter. Shout out Big Cat. They do a good job. They have fun. And I think Carissa Thompson sort of got brought in, unfortunately, to their fun. She was trying to be funny. She got have podcast a little bit, brain. It she happens. got podcast brain. It does happen. I think podcast brain is a real thing. But she's a sideline reporter for Fox, and she does some hosting duties for them as well, for NFL and Fox. She said, I've said this before. I haven't been fired for saying it, but I'll say it again. I would make up the report sometimes, talking about her sideline reports, because A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime, or it was too late, and I didn't want to screw up the report. So I was like, I'm just going to make this up, because first of all, no coach is going to get mad if I say, hey, we need to stop hurting ourselves. We need to be better on third down. We need to stop turning the ball over and do a better job of getting off the field. They're not going to correct me on that. So I'm like, it's fine. I'll just make up the report. And that was the end of her quote. Well, she got dragged into the deep waters there. That is a not, that is not a good thing to admit. That, I mean, you remove professionalism at that point. And, like, quite frankly, if you're a sideline reporter and that's your duty during the game, you I don't think you really have an excuse as to why you couldn't get to the coach before halftime ended. 
I don't think you have a good enough excuse. They know that that's part of their duties. You have to go make that happen. You have to go do your reporting and do your due diligence and do good journalism. I don't like that. Now, I think there's been way too much of a freakout. I'll say that. I think people are just going way overboard with this. But I get some of the women that do sideline reporting, I can see why they're peeved by this. Because they really do have to get over that. Like, Because largely what's the narrative around women in those positions is, oh, they're a pretty face. They're not that good at their job. They're just a pretty face. And Carissa Thompson is kind of perpetuating a narrative as to maybe she isn't doing her job to the best of her ability. And I can see where there's other sideline reporters that are women that do their job at a high level where they would be peeved by this because they feel like they're being dragged down by Carissa, who's at the top of the she's at the top of the food chain when it comes to sideline reporters. She's at Fox. She's been at NFL on Fox for a long, long time. And I just I don't think it's uh I don't think it's very good for her to put that out there like this. I don't think it helps the rest of the people in her field, women in her field. And that's sort of the only take I have on that. I think that we, we're making a lot out of it. I can see where some people are peeved, but we need to just sort of let this go by the wayside. Move on. Maybe she'll do her her job better going forward because she's getting the backlash she's getting. Yeah, it's a, it's a silly thing to admit. She shouldn't have been doing it. I agree with everything that you just said. I think some people are making too – some people are pretending as if she were she were making up stats and, and things that the coaches said. It seems like that she would keep it pretty generic whenever she would make things up, but you still can't do that. It's you can't job, make things up. Do it. And like you said, it's perpetuating a, a stereotype that's hurtful. Yes, I, I, I completely understand. And there's a lot of women who do sideline reporting who have gone out and said this is not the norm. It's and not they an want easy people job. to know that. It's not, I mean, it's not an easy job, but at the same time, when you have someone at the peak of it saying that they don't do their job the right way, I can see where a lot of people that watch these broadcasts would run with that narrative. Oh, they're just a pretty face. They're right. not actually doing They're not actually talking to the coaches. They're not doing the, the, the actual uh, right thing in the face of journalism, right? So I can see where people are a little bit peeved, but I'm not going to freak out over it any more than I have already. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. You can take a long favorite for $5. If they win, you will still get $150. That's $150 if your team wins at all. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There is a lot of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Gabe K. That is my promo code, G-A-B-E-K. Again, G-A-B-E-K. And kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL and 92.9 ESPN. You must be 21 plus and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you have a gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. And FanDuel also, if, I know you've heard it on other shows, but they have something special for our listeners here at 92.9. Be sure to look out for the 92.9 ESPN odds boost this weekend. It'll be live on the app before Titans vs. Jaguars kicks off on Sunday. So keep abreast, pay attention to it. It will be live on the app by the time we get to Sunday. Now we need to go ahead and grab a break. When we come back, we talk about how Snoop Dogg says he's done smoking. What? We'll be right back. 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now. It's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. And Small Talk is... Brought to you by Conway Services, reputable service available in Memphis seven days a week. All right, this is this is a sad day 
sad day for me because we've known Snoop Dogg as a smoker, a chimney of sorts. Now, he has estimated in his life he smoked nearly 650,000 joints and about 250,000 blunts. Today, he mentioned on Twitter, on the artist formerly known as Twitter X, that he is done with smoke altogether. Now, Connor and I have talked about this off air. And we think it's a marketing ploy, right? This is a marketing ploy. 100%. This is tinctures, you know, edibles. That's the route he's going. He does not want to put uh, anything into his lungs anymore. But that is, I mean, it just, it's wild. It's wild to think that after all these years, Snoop Dogg in his advanced age is done with the smoke. This isn't a no joke. No longer in If he gave it up after this long, like, like completely gave up all things, he would have a physical response to it that oh, would not be healthy. God, no, so that's why there's no way, there's no way that he is giving it up completely. Somebody put it perfectly. Someone said, I, I know a Super Bowl commercial setup when I see one, and that's <laughs> what this feels like, 100%. <laughs> so he's saying stop smoking, stop putting harmful things into your lungs? Is he didn't even say that. Be? He just said, he just said I, 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 it, to me, it clearly is a... Hey, I'm not going to, you know, it, it seems like to me he's going to release his own brand of. He already has plenty of brands, things. though, right? Like he's, Does he? He's got know. a weed delivery service. I think he's got his own, uh, I think he's got his own type of uh, brand already as far as like uh, uh, weed that he puts out, marijuana that he puts out. So I think he's already gone down those routes. The only, <laughs> I just looked it up. The only edible that he has uh, released so far is an <laughs> cannabis-infused Funyuns. That's Fun- incredible. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's incredible. The best ones out there are the Mike Tyson ears. Mike, the Ty- holy is that a thing? Yes, dude. It's incredible. Yes, like you can. He, it's a bitten ear, like little little ears that have a that have a bite taken out of them. It's incredible. Did he pay Vander Holyfield for like his name, image, and likeness I, I, for his likeness on that? Have I, to, hope. I don't know. I, mean, I would hope it's probably not a replica of his ear. Like you can just do an ear shape and take. But a we bite know out of it. where that when that happened. I'm not sure that means that somebody deserves to be paid for it. But Vander Holyfield still has a chewed off ear that he had to sew back on. <laughs> Mike Maybe Tyson better be basket. giving him money for that, Give brother. Him a gift basket at least. <laughs> Good God. I didn't even know about this. This is sad stuff. I hope Evander's getting paid accordingly for that. Now, we're going to spend the rest of our time, one hour left in the show accordingly. Ryan Horvath's next. Let's get you some picks. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.